Hello. Welcome to the Nightly Bedtime Story Podcast. I'm Kevin Hayes, the Story Man. And for tonight's bedtime story, I'm going to read you Hansel and Gretel. I hope you like it. Hansel and Gretel Once upon a time there lived near a large forest a poor woodcutter with his wife and his two children. The boy was called Hansel and the girl Gretel. They had little enough to eat, and once, when there was a great famine in the land, he could no longer even supply them daily bread. Now, as he was thinking in his bed one evening, tossing and turning about in his anxiety, he groaned and said to his wife, What is to become of us? How are we to feed our poor children when we no longer have anything even for ourselves? I'll tell you what, husband, answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning we will take the children out into the forest to where it is the thickest. There we will light a fire for them and give each of them one more piece of bread. And then we will go to our work and leave them alone. They will not find the way home again, and we shall be rid of them. No, wife, replied the husband. That I can never do. How can you bring your heart to leave my children all alone in the forest? For the wild animals will soon come and tear them to pieces. Oh, you fool, she said. Then all four of us will die of hunger. You may as well plane the planks for our coffins. But she left him no peace until he consented. But I feel very sorry for the poor children all the same, said the man. The two children had also not been able to sleep for hunger and had heard what their stepmother had said to their father. Gretel wept bitter tears and said to Hansel, What will become of us? Be quiet, Gretel, said Hansel. Do not cry. I will soon find a way to help us. And when their parents had fallen asleep, he got up, put on his little coat, opened the door below, and crept outside. The moon shone brightly, and the white pebbles which lay in front of the house glittered like real silver pennies. Hansel stooped and stuffed the little pockets of his coat with as many as he could get in. Then he went back and said to Gretel, Don't worry, dear little sister, and sleep in peace. God will not forsake us. And he lay down again in his bed. The next morning, before the sun had risen, the wife went and awoke the two children, saying, Get up, you lazy things. We are going into the forest to fetch wood. She gave each a little piece of bread and said, There is something for your dinner, but do not eat it up before then, for you will get nothing else. Gretel took the bread under her apron, as Hansel had the pebbles in his pocket. Then they all set out together on the way to the forest. When they had walked a short time, Hansel stood still and peeped back at the house, and did so again and again. His father said, Hansel, what are you looking at, and why do you lag behind? Take care and keep up with us. Ah, father, said little Hansel, I am looking at my little white cat, which is sitting up on the roof, and wants to say goodbye to me. The wife said, Fool, that is not your little cat. That is the morning sun which is shining on the chimneys. Hansel, however, had not been looking back at the cat, but had been constantly throwing one of the white pebble stones out of his pocket on the road. When they had reached the middle of the forest, the father said, Now, children, pile up some wood, and I will light a fire, so that you may not be cold. Hansel and Gretel gathered brushwood together, as high as a little hill. The brushwood was lighted, and when the flames were burning very high, the woman said, now, children, lay yourselves down by the fire and rest. 
we will go into the forest and cut some wood. When we are done, we will come back and get you. Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire, and when noon came, each ate a little piece of bread, and because they could hear the strokes of the wood axe, they believed that their father was near. It was not the axe, however, but a branch he had fastened to a withered tree, which the wind was blowing backwards and forwards. And as they had been sitting such a long time, their eyes closed with fatigue, and they fell fast asleep. When at last they awoke, it was already dark night. Gretel began to cry and said, How are we to get out of the forest now? But Hansel comforted her and said, Just wait a little until the moon has risen, and then we will soon find the way. And when the full moon had risen, Hansel took his little sister by the hand and followed the pebbles, which shone like newly coined silver pieces, and showed them the way. They walked the whole night long, and by break of day they came once more to their father's house. They knocked at the door, and when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You naughty children, why have you slept so long in the forest? We thought you were never coming back at all. The father, however, was very glad, for it had grieved his heart to leave them behind alone. Not long afterwards, there was once more great famine throughout the land, and one night the children overheard their stepmother saying to their father, Everything is eaten again. We have one half loaf left, and that is the end. The children must go. We will take them farther into the forest, so that they will not find their way out again. There is no other means of saving ourselves. The man's heart was heavy, and he thought it would be better to share the last mouthful with the children. His wife, however, would listen to nothing that he had to say, but yelled at him without end until he gave in. The children, however, were still awake and had heard the conversation. When the parents were asleep, Hansel again got up and wanted to go out and pick up pebbles as he had done before. But the wife had locked the door, and Hansel could not get out. Nevertheless, he comforted his little sister and said, Do not cry, Gretel. Go to sleep quietly. The good God will help us. Early in the morning, the stepmother came and pulled them out of bed and gave them each a piece of bread, which was smaller than the time before. On the way into the forest, Hansel crumbled his in his pocket, and often stood still and threw a morsel on the ground. Hansel, why do you stop and look about? said the father. Keep in the path. I am looking back at my little pigeon which is sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me, answered Hansel. Fool, said the wife. That is not your little pigeon. That is the morning sun that is shining on the chimney. Hansel, however, kept dropping crumbs on the path. The stepmother led the children still deeper into the forest, where they had never in their lives been before. Then a great fire was again made, and the mother said, Just sit there, you children, and when you are tired, you may sleep a little. We are going into the forest to cut wood, and in the evening, when we are done, we will come and fetch you away. When it was noon, Gretel shared her piece of bread with Hansel, who had scattered his on the path. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed, but no one came to get the poor children. They did not awake until it was dark night, and Hansel comforted his little sister and said, Just wait, Gretel, until the moon rises, and then we shall see the crumbs of bread which I have scattered about. They will show us our way home again. When the moon came, they set out, but they found no crumbs. 
for the many thousands of birds which fly about in the woods and fields had picked them all up. Hansel said to Gretel, We shall soon find the way. But they did not find it. They walked the whole night, and all the next day, too, from morning till evening, but they did not get out of the forest, and were very hungry, for they had nothing to eat but two or three berries, which grew on the ground. And as they were so weary that their legs would carry them no longer, they lay down beneath a tree and fell asleep. It was now three mornings since they had left their father's house. They began to walk again, but they only got deeper and deeper into the forest, and if help did not come soon, they would die of hunger and weariness. When it was midday, they saw a beautiful snow-white bird sitting on a branch, which sang so delightfully that they stood still and listened to it. And when its song was over, it spread its wings and flew away before them, and they followed it until they reached a little house, on the roof of which it landed. And when they approached the little house, they saw that it was built of gingerbread with windows made of clear sugar. They ran for the house as fast as they could. They were so hungry, Hansel started eating pieces of the roof from the gingerbread house, and Gretel started nibbling at the window panes. Then they heard a soft voice saying, Nibble, nibble like a mouse. Who is nibbling at my house? The children answered, It's only the wind, and went on eating without disturbing themselves. Hansel, who liked the taste of the roof, tore down a great piece of it, and Gretel pushed out the hole of one round window pane, sat down, and enjoyed herself with it. Suddenly the door of the house opened, and an old woman came out. Hansel and Gretel were so terribly frightened, but the old woman, however, nodded her head and said, Oh, you dear children, you must be hungry and tired. Do come in and stay with me. No harm shall happen to you. She took them both by the hand and led them into her little house and invited them to sit down to dinner. All kinds of good food was set before them, milk and pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts. When they had finished, the old woman put them to bed in big, comfortable beds. Hansel and Gretel lay down in them and thought they were in heaven. The old woman had only pretended to be so kind. She was in reality a wicked witch who lay in wait for children and had only built the little house of gingerbread in order to get children there. When a child fell into her power, she killed it, cooked, and ate it, and that was a feast day with her. Witches have red eyes and cannot see far, but they have a keen sense of smell like animals and are aware when human beings draw near. When Hansel and Gretel came to the witch's house, she laughed wickedly, saying, I have them. They shall not escape me again. Early in the morning, before the children were awake, she was already up, and when she saw both of them sleeping and looking so pretty with her plump and rosy cheeks, she muttered to herself, That will be a good bite. Then she awakened Hansel and locked him up in a cage with bars on the door, and although he screamed as loud as he could, no one could hear him. Then she went to Gretel, shook her till she awoke, and cried, Get up, lazy thing, fetch some water and cook something good for your brother. He is in the cage, and it is to be made fat. When he is fat, I will eat him. Gretel began to cry, but it was all useless, for she was forced to do what the wicked witch commanded. So a nice meal was cooked for poor Hansel, for the witch thought he was too thin, 
but Gretel did not give very much to eat. Every morning the old witch came to the cage and said, Hansel, stretch out your finger that I may feel if you are getting any fatter. Hansel, however, stuck out an old bone to her, and the old witch, who had bad eyesight, could not see it and thought it was Hansel's finger and wondered why he was not getting any fatter after four weeks. At last, she decided to eat him anyway. While the tears were flowing down Gretel's face, she was forced to build a fire and fill the kettle with water. First we will bake, however, said the old witch. I have already heated the oven and kneaded the dough. And so saying, she pushed poor Gretel up to the oven, from which flames of fire were already darting. Crawl in, said the witch, and see if it is hot enough so that we can bake the bread in it. And once Gretel was inside, she intended to shut the oven door and let her bake in it, and then she would eat her too. Gretel saw what she had in mind and said, I do not know how I am to do it. How do I get in? Silly goose, said the old witch. The door is big enough. Just look, I can get in myself. And she crawled up and put her head into the oven. Then Gretel gave her a push so that she fell right in, and then shut the iron door and fastened the bolt. Oh, then she began to howl quite horribly. Since the old woman was a witch, the fire did not burn her, and she escaped as a puff of black smoke. But she could no longer harm Hansel and Gretel, or any other children lost in the forest. Gretel, however, ran like lightning to Hansel, opened his cage, and cried, Hansel, we are saved! The old witch is dead! Then Hansel sprang like a bird from its cage when the door is open. How they did rejoice and hug each other and dance about and kiss each other. And as they had no longer any need to fear her, they looked through the witch's house, and in every corner there stood chests full of pearls and jewels. These are far better than pebbles, said Hansel. And putting as many as he could into his pockets, Gretel said, I too will take something home with me, and filled her apron full. But now we must be off, said Hansel, that we may get out of the witch's forest. They set out through the forest, thinking they could find their way home. But after hours and hours of walking, they were still lost, and were starting to lose all hope of ever finding their way home, when through the trees they saw in the distance their father's house. Then they began to run. After reaching the house, they rushed into the parlor, and threw themselves round their father's neck. He had not known one happy hour since he had left the children in the forest, and then told Hansel and Gretel the cruel stepmother had gone away forever. Gretel emptied her apron until pearls and precious stones ran about the room, and Hansel threw one handful after another out of his pocket to add to them. Then all the sadness was at an end, and they lived happily ever after. I hope you liked tonight's bedtime story, Hansel and Gretel. I'm Kevin Hayes, the Story Man, and I'll be back tomorrow night on the Nightly Bedtime Story podcast to read you another bedtime story. But for tonight, good night. <laughs>